and welcome to the High Five Preschool and Kids Weekly Training Podcast. I am Kayla and I am joined with some of my favorite people, Crystal and Isaac. We're here with the High Five team, um, helping to uh, join in with you in developing kids and preschoolers and teaching them this week um, about Christmas. This is Christmas Eve. I'm so excited. Uh, Every year it feels like it just gets here faster and faster and faster. Um, But this week we are going to talk about how God is near with both preschool and kids. Um, And that fits into our theme with light the night and light up. We're talking about how God is always with us. And with kids, we're talking about how I am not alone. And so this week, Christmas Eve, we are jumping in to how the shepherds visited Jesus. So we're so excited to talk with you guys um, about Christmas and how, what is it that we can teach kids and how can we prepare our hearts this week as we teach this story at Christmas time. But before we get into all of that, you guys know we always have a fun question that we like to think about um, together. So I want you guys to think about it at home or in the car or wherever it is you're listening to this podcast. And Crystal and Isaac, I want to hear your answers. What is an all-time favorite Christmas gift you have either given or received? All-time favorite Christmas Ooh, gift. that's tough. Well, Don't I will think say too hard. received, uh, I got a karaoke machine when I was a junior in high school. And you know, I rocked that thing and I would still... I, I, I constantly go back and forth between if I want another one to be singing by myself in my house. But given this year, uh, my youngest son, Noah, he doesn't really have a ton of hobbies. He likes watching TV. He likes playing video games, you know, and I, I really wanted to get him something that would be very meaningful. So I ordered a custom paint by number kit that is a picture of our cat, Gus, because he loves <sighs> Gus so much. And I cannot wait for him to open it because I think he's going to love it. Even if he doesn't enjoy painting it, I think he's going to love the thought behind it. So I really think it's going to be one of the best gifts I've ever given. <laughs> I that love is that. so great. That wow. That takes so some I creativity. Love- <laughs> That's great. Those custom gifts, I think, are always the best. Yeah. Like I, they're so much fun. They like show like that you know that person. Uh-huh. And yeah, I love that. That's so fun. Okay, okay Isaac, so in what the about same you? vein, I'm going to probably answer mine. So mine was, I have one of my best friends is the best gift giver in the world. Wow. And I kind of, I, I don't like him for it because <laughs> it's like, like he really is like, I've had three birthdays. I've had like two Christmases, like where we've been like, just like best friends. And he's such a good gift giver. And uh-huh. I, that is not my spiritual gift people, but I remember our so our first our first like Christmas we were friends. I love the DuckTales TV show and I love disc golf. And he got me a custom dyed disc golf mm-hmm. disc that said "Let's Dewey it" and it had a picture <laughs> of Dewey Duck on it. And it's it's still one of my favorite That's discs awesome. and I love it. But it was such a cool like cut. It was just something that he knew I would love, and I'm probably the only person on earth who would love that disc. But I like it was such a cool gift because it was something that was very personal. That's really fun. I love that. And and here's what I love about both of your stories is that the things that you that brought you the most joy, whether you gave the gift or you received the gift, 
is that personal connection mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. not the gift itself. It's the personal connection. Um, and so listeners, I would encourage you to, you know, think through what, what's your favorite all-time gift? And, and is that true of your gift? Is it the personal connection that you had, the story to the person or the thoughtfulness of the gift that made it so special for you? Uh, and I like asking that question as we lead into this podcast because we're talking about how personal God is mm. to us, mm-hmm. right? With Jesus coming, the birth of Jesus. And really, last week, we really covered when Jesus was born with Luke chapter 2 um, and the first seven verses. And then now we're kind of um, talking about the rest of the story on Christmas Eve when the personal nature of God sending an angel to announce the birth of Jesus to Mm -hmm. these shepherds Mm -hmm. um, and then what they do with that news. And so I just think it's so sweet and so special that on this Christmas, we get to talk with kids about just that personal nature of God, which really fits into our our truth of the month, right? About how I am never alone Mm -hmm. and how the that personal nature of how God comes to us, Emmanuel. Mm. Um, and so as we're looking into that and as we're talking through it, you know, um, let, let's just kind of set the stage a little bit, right? So the shepherds are out in the field, um, you know, as as you the Christmas song says, like watching their flocks by night. Um, and an angel appears to them to tell them this good news that Jesus is born. And when they hear the good news, they say, we have to go see this, right? So they immediately leave their fields and go and see and celebrate um, what's happening. So Isaac, how can this story help kids celebrate the truth of Jesus this week and in the weeks to come? Um, how, how, what is it about this story in particular that we can help kids to really lean into that celebration of Jesus? For sure. Now, this was always my favorite part that I always wanted to play in the Christmas pageant. I always wanted to be the shepherd. Like I wanted to be the one that was like, let's go see him and got to like that really run off matches stage your and- personality. <laughs> because that was always such a fun part because you all you got to have that excitement you had you got to be you got to feel like all the emotions you got to be afraid and say whoa an angel just appeared you got to say you got to hear that oh they're bringing good news but then your reaction to that good news was you got to have joy and that's what i hope that we get to communicate with these kids that this isn't something that the shepherds heard and they said that's something cool I'm going to remember that. I'm going to put that on my to-do list. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this a New Year's resolution to do this better or go figure this out. No, they said right now we are going to go and see if this is true. And when they discovered Jesus, they had joy in their hearts and that joy overflowed. And my prayer for kids and preschoolers this year is that they would have a life change when they come face to face with who Jesus is and the plan that he has for them. Uh. We get to experience in children's ministry a really amazing time where we get to see some of these transformations happen in our ministry week after week. And this isn't something that we just want kids to transform into good people. We want them to transform into Christ followers. And our prayer is that... 
these kids, when they hear this good news, that it transforms their hearts, it transforms their lives, it transforms their identity from a day-to-day basis so that from here on out, they can say, yes, I want to follow God. I don't want to just put him on a to-do list. I just don't want him to be something that I hear about and Mm -hmm. react to, Mm -hmm. but I want this to be something that I chase after, that I long after, that I go and see now. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think that, you know, reading in Luke 2, um, just what you were talking about, like the shepherds hurried off. They found Mary and Joseph and the baby that was in the manger. And after seeing them, they reported the message. They were told about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Uh, I love that action of they they heard it, they responded, they acted, and then they went and shared it. Uh-huh. Crystal, how does this... Uh, idea of of looking at how the shepherds responded to this good news. Um, how does this change our perspective of how we respond to the good news or how we share the good news? Yeah, you know, um, I I've thought a lot about our hi-fi spiritual pathway, right? Um, that we talk mm-hmm. about knowing that when we have kids that come into our ministries, and I'd say even you know families that come into our ministries. And they're all in different places. There are some who have not yet put their, their, they haven't believed this good news. It's not personal for them yet. And then you've got other ones who have been believing it for a long time. And I, I think what's so unique about this story is that we see that this recognition of God's nearness to us and this savior that was born results in an excitement that we cannot contain. And so mm. those should go hand in hand, is that the truth of Jesus is too good to hold on to yourself. Like that transformation that happens inside of us, it's just, it's too great for us to hold on to. And, and we, we should be telling the world. And so if you are brand new coming into church for the very first time, and this is the first time that you're hearing this story, we want you to know the truth that God is near to you, that he sent Jesus because he loves you, wants to have a relationship with you. And that is such good news that when you believe it, you're going to want to tell everybody. But then we also want those families that have heard this, like this might be their, you know, we're thinking about a kid's like sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth Christmas. It's a family's 30th, 40th, 50th Christmas hearing <laughs> this good news. It's still so exciting that God is near to you that who can you tell? Like, let it bubble up inside of it. Let it be new every time you think about it. And that newness and that excitement of the truth of what it is compels us to tell people. Like, I just imagine those shepherds could not, they they couldn't hold it in. It was just, it was so amazing and Mm. incredible. And so that's one of the things that I think is kind of fun about us having this story on Christmas Eve. Um, we, we could have gone the route of it being, you know, just focusing on that birth of Jesus that we did last week, but it's like, it's the birth of Jesus and now go forth. And now who can you tell? And now don't you want to share our response to the good news of Jesus should be trust and transformation that then results in us telling other people as well. And so I just think it's a great thing we get to share this week. Thank you for sharing that. You know, as you were mm-hmm. as you were talking about the spiritual pathway, you know, I, I just am reminded of how much we can learn from these shepherds, right? They mm-hmm. obviously 
encounter these angels through the, the message of God that the the Savior has been born. Um, and then they immediately go and find uh, find Jesus, find Mary and Joseph. And then as soon as they find them, they go and tell, right? Mm. And when we think about the people that we are going and telling to, um, they're probably at different places in their lives. Okay. Maybe they don't want to talk about spiritual things at all. Yeah. Um, or maybe they're curious or maybe they're in a place where they'll listen and, and hear you out of respect um, for you as a person, but maybe that, you know, they're, they're not in the place where they're in a, they're ready to believe. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love that, you know, scripture says the angels just went and told what happened. Um, Mm. you know, they didn't have to dress it up. They didn't have to put fancy words on it or, you know, they just went and told their story. And so often when we talk about like sharing the gospel or sharing the good news, um, you know, sometimes that happens in small increments, in small steps, yeah, rather than all at once. Um, you know, I grew up in an era of of gospel presentation, and so uh, what it meant to share the gospel was to go through this big presentation. Um, but as I have grown in my faith, I think I think gospel presentations are absolutely helpful tools. And when I am just talking about what's happening in my life how God is changing me, things that I'm seeing happen um, in my own story, that sometimes those ha- those happen in small moments as well. Uh, and I just love how the shepherds just went and told what happened yeah. um, to people. And they were excited about it. They This was the Messiah that they had been waiting for. Um, but they were also faithful to, yeah. to share that. And I think that's something that, um, that we get to share with kids and preschoolers this week is that there there is a um, a responsibility on us. Like, yes, we're here to celebrate. Yes, uh-huh. we're here to worship that Jesus is born. And also, we are part of the family of God. We are part of the people who get to go and share the good news of who uh-huh. Jesus is. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that's really, really sweet. This announcement of the angels and the invitation to the shepherds, it you know, it really reminds us that Jesus seeks out people and uh, he invites them to know him and to love him. Um, how do we see this message of God's faithfulness and his nearness not only resonating with kids, but also thinking about the families and the volunteers, um, our team that is surrounding us, like how do we um, kind of help our leaders and our families understand just the faithfulness and nearness of who God is? Yeah, I think there are a few different ways like that we can approach this because we don't know the circumstances for a lot of the families, leaders that are coming in mm-hmm. to our ministry. Um, whether they've been at church for just a few weeks or they've been there for years, there are always things happening in their lives that we might not be aware of. And I think really approaching some of these conversations uh, with uh, that in mind is very important because as we talk about how God is near me, how we are never alone, sometimes the season is a time where they can feel alone, where they've uh, recently lost a family member, Um. where they have recently gone through something and they are actually feeling very alone Mm -hmm. well we get to give them this promise that god is near us emmanuel means god is with us and god sent 
Emmanuel, God sent Jesus to be with us, to give us hope, to give us peace, to give us joy, so that in this season, we will not feel alone, but we will feel comforted and loved by the God who has a plan for our identity, for who we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I like one of the things with Hi-Fi, of course, is we are so intentional about giving giving your churches tools in order to build belonging in your communities. Um, like if you're, if you, if you haven't seen, we've got a really fun video of um, somebody running Holly Jolly Palooza, which was our Christmas event that we provided, you know, like from our, our email templates, our text templates, like we are constantly wanting to give you tools so that you can remind kids and families like you are here for them. This is their place. This is their belonging. This is their community. But ultimately, we want those families to know that God is near them because we're not going to be here forever. Our churches aren't going to stand here forever. The only thing that is 100% reliable and constant is Jesus himself. And so as, as, as kids and families come to understand this idea that God is near to you, always, 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 no matter how you feel, no matter what is going on, no matter what is happening, is happening, has happened or is going to happen, he is near to you and that truth won't change. And we're going to do everything we can as a church to come around you and to help you feel this and see this in real and tangible ways. We're going to have fun. We're going to send you text messages. We're going to celebrate you and do all of these things. But ultimately, we want you to know that you are not alone. God is near you because it's who he is. He, he loves you and he is so amazing and he is so great. And as families come to understand this rock solid faithfulness and closeness of Jesus himself, it becomes something that changes their identity, their mentality, their feeling about everything, no matter where they are, no matter what is going on. And I just think that that is the most incredible thing that we get to do this Christmas season. Crystal, Isaac, thank you both for being here, for pouring into these, this session and this content and this podcast to walk us through uh, and to, to just kind of prepare our minds and our hearts as we get to teach this Christmas Eve about how God is near to us. We would be remiss if we did not also just acknowledge that this is one of the two times of year that we have friends and families from all over um, who are in our churches. And, and we want to be prayerful and be mindful um, of just the opportunity that we have this Sunday to really love and care for our neighbors and those around us who may not be with us on a regular mm -hmm. basis. Mm -hmm. um, and so what, what a fun week to get to talk about how God is near, how he loves us, how he cares about us, how he's with us how oh, he's always with us and that he's for us. Listeners, we hope you have a very Merry Christmas and that this week and the weeks to come that you are celebrating and um, just seeing and, and knowing the love that God has for you, uh, that he came, he is Emmanuel, he is God with us and he is coming again. And so as we wait, we are patiently um, looking forward to the day when Jesus makes all things new. And until that time, 
we get to have the joy and the privilege of sharing Jesus with the kids, the preschoolers, the families in our ministry. So we are grateful for you and and walking alongside you as we share the good news of Jesus together. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.